This is MJ Acosta from the NFL Network, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Bro, need that good stuff, man. Uh, you need you need soul glow, soul glow. <laughs> Afro, so yeah, I think I've gone through so many different evolutions of my hair on this show since we've gone streaming. I've, the beard, Bro. the mustache, all that shit. <laughs> You're like a chia pet, man. Like we like every week we do something different to you. <laughs> Which Edwin's problem with his hair? Yeah. Sorry, man. Very flush. Very, very, very plush. So welcome to another plush edition of the Lemon City Live podcast, your Tuesday night quarantine edition. Thank you guys for stopping by. Stick around for a while. Enjoy it. As always, I am surrounded by the best podcast crew and schizod for episode 225. Yes, right? 225. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. By the way. As you can see, Heat 79, Nuggets 71. So don't even be scared that you might be missing the Heat game. You can watch what's going on. Although what happened? What happened there? Bucks. Okay. Bucks. Bucks? Oh, yeah. yeah, we had the wrong team. Okay, no big deal. I saw that. But just so you know, we got you. We got you. Take care. <laughs> Edwin will read anything that's on the screen. He's fucking Ron Burgundy up in this piece, bro. <laughs> so don't worry. You're not going to miss any of the action. So kick back, relax. Just watch the, watch the stream. We'll have a good time. Everybody tuned out already. We're we're done. Everybody tuned out. We're giving the wrong fucking thing right off the bat. Oh, um, I love it. I love it. So, and like I was saying, I am surrounded by the best podcasting team in all of podcasting. Uh, errors or not, you know what I mean? Hey, we're we're all human here. So let's go around the horn here. Producer Fungus making his two hundred and twenty fifth episode in a row. Yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank and you. making his return again after uh, taking the week off for daddy duties. One, the only, the hardest man, hardest working man in sports, showbiz, and podcasting right here with that cool little hat. Tanar Davis. Mm. <laughs> Welcome back, baby. Hey, bro, you look good, man. I, I, you got rid of the beard. You went goatee. Always styling and profile. I saw, did you see his picture on his Instagram today on the beach, bro? Just like. Just being like, yep. I'm, always, I'm always shirtless, so I'll put a uh, shirt on. You can still see your abs through the shirt. How do you do that, bro? I'm I'm doing I'm doing the opposite. I should be with my shirt off at the beach, but I did you guys a solid in your shirt. Bro, I, I think I'm gonna make a Tenard Davis parody account where I just replicate every picture he's done. So if he's shirtless, I'm just gonna be like this. If he's with oh, the shirt, man. I'm just gonna start posing with my sister. I need to I need to borrow your sister, Gus, because I'm gonna make that happen. Uh, <laughs> that would like be said, money, but like, but I don't think I want to see it at the same time. <laughs> It'll be a private account. Don't worry. <laughs> no, you uh, should do an OnlyFans. An OnlyFans, yeah, dude. <laughs> OnlyFans. Only people gonna be watching this, Sydney. Hey, that's oh. right. As long as they pay, I don't care. Um, thank, uh, thank everybody for stopping by. Oh wait, what does it say? Can we just admit that I spoiled Edwin's plan when I drafted Jackson in the second round. Come on. <laughs> no, 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 you didn't. Um, on today's episode, we will talk about that. We got it's it's the return of football. It's, we're on the eve of the 2020 season, and my yellow mic of 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 of, of the future here disappointed me a little bit. I I'll be honest, I didn't think we'd get to this day. Um, I was right. We were going to have a season. We're 
It's still to be determined. Let's see. Let's get through week one. Continue. Let's get through week one. We'll see how it goes. But it is the eve, so it is a good time here. We are going to talk NFL. I'm excited to bring it back. Uh, We're also talking maybe a little fantasy football that the Lemon City Live Fantasy Football League just restarted. So what up? Check out the trophy for the champion this year. That looks very nice. Very nice. I feel like I'm... This is like when the the old Sears trophy in the NCAA, before they had the BCS. Yeah. Little crystal ball. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. So we'll uh we'll talk a little fantasy, give you a little fantasy insight, and uh and then also like I said, don't big, uh, huh? Don't drop oh, that shit. I don't know, it's, I'm not gonna do that. But like I said, it's uh it's it's also a heat uh going for the gentleman sweep tonight. So we we got we got a lot to talk about. So let's get started. But first, before we get started, Gus, are you ready to tell everybody? Guys, Lemon City Live is brought to you by Magic City High Lie. Magic City's 2020 season started May 1st and will run through the end of November. For now, the court will stay closed to the public, but you'll be able to watch all the games in real time on YouTube on the Highlight Channel. If you need a sports fix, we highly recommend that you check it out. The Highlight Channel also has a ton of other original content to help you understand the game and get you more familiar with the players in the league. You already know Tenar Davis. Check out the other guys. Just go to youtube.com slash highlight channel, spelled J-A-I-A-L-A-I channel. It's free to subscribe, and you'll never miss a moment of the action. Man, that was perfect. Hey, go like, check right out. Right when I ended, the video ended. You come to check out your boy, not the other guy. Yeah, guys, what's up with that, bro? Hey, bro. We, everybody already knows Tenard, you know? Oh, no, no, bro. Only know the other guys. Come on. That's probably don't know. No, they don't. Gus, there's only one guy in Highlight who wears Lemon City Live across his helmet, all right? That's true. That's true. Come on. Come on. Let's get it right here. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that that almost gets you thrown into the pit. I'm not going to throw you into the pit for that one, but. Give, give him a second chance. He's I'm going to give you a second chance. But you're what? teetering on the edge. You're teetering yeah. on the edge. Um, you got to be nice to the, you know. No. To the, to they're the all jabronis. Those are all jabronis, bro. There's only one hero yeah. here. Not um good. I got I got to find this I got to find the, the the machine that's Lemon City Live. If, I, if they talk about me and I want to that Lemon City Live is showing, we get the we get the promotions, we get the the, right. the accolades. If you're showing somebody else like Douglas or Analog, who like they don't like those guys. Baby, come on, bro. But you know, I forgive right. you, Gus. I forgive you. Okay. I mean, look, we 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 spoke about this before the show. You got to have somebody to hate. You can't just have your team that you love. You got to have the team that you hate. Also, you know what I mean? Everybody so loves Tenard Davis, but who do you hate in Highlight? No, nah, that's the truth. That's Nobody loves me. They hate They hate me out of all the people. The question, <laughs> like, so we don't hate, we don't hate, we don't hate each other on the team, uh, but it's one person that spies and he gets on our nerves like every single day. And he, I don't think he even knows he's doing it because he just can't help it. It's El Bobber. <laughs> Bobber. <laughs> he is uh, like, he is a headache and a headache. And times ten, and he doesn't give a yeah. fuck. So you know that's that that makes it more annoying. But uh, you know, he's, that sounds uh, like fun though. We love him though, man. I, I hate El Baba year one. I wanted to punch him in the face every single day. <laughs> misunderstood. He was misunderstood. So I, I gave him a. I had a, a sit down conversation with him, and I said, "Look, bro, I don't want to hate you. So we got to figure something out." Because yeah. I, I can walk around with this energy for the next whatever 10 years knowing that I can punch you in your face. So I say, you respect me. I respect you. You talk to me like a man. I talk to you like a man. We'll be good to go. And then he hugged me. Is like, you know what? I was waiting for that. 
<laughs> get out of here, man. Tell us, tell us, uh, give us the update since the last time we talked to you, man. What's going on with Highlight? How are you doing? And how are you going to continue to make everybody hate you by winning everything? So, uh, since I've been on this, uh, the show the past two weeks, uh, we had a duels doubles, uh, two, and uh, it was a it was a like a, a bracket version. Andrew Luck with Kubala, myself with uh, Douglas, uh, Ben with Carayo, and uh, Tennessee with Run Run. Uh, we ended up playing Carayo uh, uh, and Ben for the championship and went, ended up winning. So now Chris Bueno and uh, Les Bradley were the winners of last week, uh, or two weeks ago, I'm sorry, three weeks ago. So uh, the way Scott is setting that up, uh, we're going to play them. It's going to be the two champions each other uh, for whatever prize that he puts on the table. And I think it's going to be fun. Now, I'm, I'm going to be realistic right now. Like, me uh, me and Doug do have the stronger team because Doug is just a fucking ridiculously great player. And all I'm going to do is just compliment his game. Uh, so uh, Bradley and, and Bueno have a tough tack. But they proved that they can't play together because the, the week that we did have it, uh, the week they won it, they had Ender Luck and me to win it, and they ended up taking it all with uh, with a great performance by Bradley. So I think it's going to be great uh, the determination and, and uh, the the work ethic of Bradley and the the, the professionalism and the, the smooth uh, way of playing highlight with Bueno because his dad is a, a former highlight champion and player. I think it's going to be a really good game. But besides that, you know, singles, uh, Doug is still in the lead. Uh, you got um, uh, second place. You have Run Run. And you have Akeda in third place. And I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the bottom of the, the pit, when, like in the mix of it. But I'm playing very well. I'm working on my shots. Uh, I get compliments by my boss. I get compliments by the announcer. Uh, so the overall plan from year one for us to get better. And I was looking at year one film today. And Jesus Christ, <laughs> we look horrible year one, bruh. Horrible. I, I even get, I even cringe looking at the video and looking at ourselves now. Now we're nowhere near like the real guys in Spain and then uh, Dania, but we're playing good enough to be respected. So that's how the season going. Where I think we're week eighteen. We have two more, two more months left, and um, you know we're going to see what happens, at the end, guys. I like it, dude. See, right, I, I, I always cherish the fact that we we can look back in our memory banks and remember how bad it was compared to how good you are right now because we were there those first few weeks and we saw it. <laughs> and, yep. I, and, and compliments to Doug. It's like, you know, I, they don't give him enough credit. He made us better. You know, if you put, if you put, like, if you play against your team opponents that are not good, you're going to stay the same. Uh, Doug gave us a different... Uh, type of motivation to get better by beating our ass. And, you know, if you have a competitive spirit and you are a professional, you understand that in order for not get embarrassed, the next four or five years, you have to be able to, you know, get put yourself in a position to win and beat this guy. So, you know, big ups to Doug, big ups to the guys who came in from the other uh, frontons that, that, that are really good to make the, the core guys get better. And enough is not said about that. And I'm always going to beat, uh, beat that, that drum with that. What's up, bro? Well, continue to kick ass, continue to kick ass, and uh, continue to, you know, make everybody hate you even more. So continue to take your <laughs> shirt off. 
Um, you know, that's I, I, I'm not gonna lie. If I wasn't your friend, I'd probably hate too, bro. I'd be like this motherfucker. <laughs> you hate regardless. Hey, you are my friend. And no, no, no. no. I, don't, I don't hate TD. What's the, the difference, Gus? You know what I'm saying? I don't hate TD. The I don't hate TD. The 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 highlight player. You know, I hate. I'm not gonna say I hate, but I I, I disagree a lot more with TD, the the podcast host. But that you know that's what makes us better. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes us better. But. You know, it is it is the eve of football, man. So I want to get into some football talk, man. All right. Um, football. I, finally, finally, because we've been we've been basketball heavy for a few weeks, man. Basketball's been carrying mm-hmm. the torch here. Um, they did with, a great job doing it too. Great job, great job. You know, so I'm excited. Uh, let me see. Let me look. Oh, I forgot, man, bro. My miss. My apologies to everybody. I did a complete disservice here. I introduced this incredible award winning podcast team. And I forgot to 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 give credit to a, a very important piece of our yes. podcasting uh, uh, formula here. The one, the only super producer, Dennis, behind the scenes over there. You know, he's yes. attentively attentively watching the game in uh, in the VP of our team. Yeah, man, he's he's keeping up up, up today. So big shout outs to to Dennis. Um, speaking of Dennis, are you uh, are you ready? You ready to give us uh to, to hop into these five downs, man? I'm kind of excited to get into some some football debate here. All right, so. If, uh, if you don't remember, it's been a while since we've done five downs. That's our five down, hurry up uh, offense. <laughs> that makes no sense. But, you know, we, there was a penalty called. Um, so we get the extra down here. Uh, our super producers got given us a list of topics that we're going to go through. Hey, you know, in a, in a very quick manner. We're not going to linger too long on it unless the topic deserves it. But we're going to start off with some winners. So give us the first one. Dennis, picking a winner here. Fins, oh, he's going fins at Pats. All right. That's it, bro. It's NFL. It's week one. Although, full disclaimer, it does feel a little weird, right? Like, are we... Only you feel that way. I don't. Only I? Okay, maybe. Do, yeah. you don't, you, you're excited. I, you're, I can speak for Gus. I don't know. I don't feel weird. You, But do you feel as excited as you did this time last year? Uh, Even more excited, to be honest with you. Whoa. Because Ooh. I was afraid we weren't going to have a season. Yeah. Okay. All right. Big, 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 big one there. Big one there. All right. So... Let's. I. I fe- I'm not gonna lie. I still feel a little disconnected. I'm trying to get a pulse. I did my first fantasy draft this weekend. Yeah, uh, I've already we got- done like three. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Eleven City one going on tomorrow yeah, night. Draft too. So you got one? Yeah, with the, the highlight guys. They didn't know what he was doing. It's like like putting <laughs> like going crazy. Like <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. I was impressed with our the fantasy draft that Gus and I did yesterday because everybody was there. That was the first time we've never had somebody not make it. We're hungry for football. Baby. I think so. I think so. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I think that's definitely a, a sign of what's happening there. So let's bro, Finn's Pats. Let's go. But what then, just, just get to your original question, though, Gus. You were saying like about how being excited or you're like you're lacking something. But think about this though: we'd had no preseason, so we had no kind of no the, build up. So that's why you probably feel the way you feel. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because you don't know what you're getting with, with your team. So that's why you probably feel the way you feel. But yeah, uh, let's go. Uh, who's going to win, Finns or Pats? Go ahead. You want me to go first or you want to go first? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go first. Go first. Okay, since I'm the former NFL player and I am excited for the season to start, I, listen, the Dolphins still are trying to rebuild. They're still trying to figure this out. The Pats, all they did was reload. with okay. putting Newton on the team. And he was named a starter. And it's going to be hard for me to say this now, but I think it's a smidge upgrade from Tom Brady because Cam Newton is mobile. The only thing we're concerned about is his, is his injuries and if he's going to stay healthy all year. 
So I got Pats to win. I don't want to give a score, but I got them to beat the Finns week one. All right, all right. Gus, what do you got? I also have the Pats winning, and it's only because Pats already know what the Dolphins look like from last season. The Dolphins yeah. haven't really changed. They, they have added a lot of pieces, but schematically, you know, they're, they're still going to have the same quarterback because Patrick is starting. You know, on defense, they haven't really added too much. Since, you know, you still have the same wide receiver core for the most part. So Pats know what they're getting. Finns don't know what they're getting with Cam Newton under Bill Belichick. Nobody knows what, what the NFL is getting, right? Because Bill Belichick is going to use Cam differently than uh, he was using Carolina. So that's why the Finns are going into this game blind. Pats are going to be more or less more prepared than the Dolphins were, and that's why they're going to win this game. All right. See, I, I think you, I think you said it there. We're going in blind. Uh, no one knows what Bill Belichick is going to do with Cam. I mean, we're, we're all used yeah. to seeing Cam a certain way. We don't know. He might hand off the ball forty times and maybe throw five passes. <laughs> if that's what Bill wants to do, and then he might be running, you know, uh, read options all day. Um, I'll tell you this though: there's no preseason. Yeah, if this feels like week one of NCAA, like college football, yeah. I don't know what to expect. Yeah, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. We got some spring practice in, you know, we got some some practices in, but we we have nothing to judge it on. We don't have like we can't say, yo, you know, Jakeem Grant was looking good in that week three preseason game. Like he's ready. Like we don't know. So I feel like that kind of levels out the playing field for 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 both teams a little bit. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be close. We just got Fitzpatrick in as the as the starter. Uh I got I got it close. I got it close, but it's it's at, it's in New England and Cam is still Cam, and, and TD said it. They, they're reloading. That's still a good mm-hmm. team. So I, I, I'll go Pats on that one. Ugh. Okay. Right. And one thing we missed, though, too, the, the hey, Bill Belichick is smart. He just picked up Josh Rosen off the, and put him on the practice squad. And, he, he, like, he knows. Was it, was it the Patriots? No, no, he he's at oh, Tampa. Tampa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, I think of Tom Brady. That's right. <laughs> that's that's going to happen to me all season. Yeah. But, I, you know, don't, all right. I'll take that back then. Uh, that was a uh, misinformation right there. But not that smart. But <laughs> but the Pats still know what the Dolphins are going to do. They already got their playbook in their fucking locker. Yeah. Like, I think so. Okay. I agree. I agree. So Tampa's, right. Tampa's going to win the Super Bowl, and the parade's going to be in Boston. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Got the Bucks and the Saints. Though, go ahead, uh, Edwin. All right. Second down here. Okay. Bucks and Saints. All right. So let's let's do a little Bucks Saints here. Uh, the, Ben, this is. Two quarterbacks whose combined age is almost ninety. Uh, what do we got here, bro? We got Drew Brees and 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 Tom Brady playing in front of an empty stadium in New Orleans. The echoes are going to be pretty loud. That's going to be kind of weird, but yeah. Let's see, man. This is the first first thing. What do you got? So so let me say this though, because again, we're not having preseason games, and usually the first preseason games are pretty sloppy. When you think about it, you know you're still trying to get identity of what your team is. Now the Saints, to me have better chemistry with the team because they didn't really do much. They got, you got you still got Drew Brees. You didn't yeah. even still a new quarterback. So all they did was just added some more pieces and they got Alvin Kamara uh, to come back and 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 re- was starting to negotiate his contract. Now you got the Bucks. You know, we're going to say that Tom Brady is trying to figure out the offense, but we know what kind of – Tom Brady is the ultimate professional. So you got two great quarterbacks, Super Bowl quarterbacks, Hall of Fame quarterbacks going against each other, and I'm going to get an edge to the most experienced person – in the playoffs, and that's Tom Brady. I got the Bucks winning this first game against the Saints. Ooh, coming in strong, bro. I like that. Yeah. Gus, you got you got something to add? I think the Saints are going to take it. They just they already know each other very well. 
Bucks, you know, Tom Brady and he's he's and all his beautiful weapons that he has, but he's never really shot his weapons, you know what I mean? He's he's yeah. been he's been at, at the range, but he's never had to use it in, in live action. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know, I I, uh, I see the Saints taking it just because it's week one, and uh, yeah, this is like a whole new regime with the Bucks. They, they're gonna it's gonna take some time for them to build chemistry. See, uh, I love what TD said. Two Hall of Famers going at it, bro. Just mm-hmm. like my two Hall of Famers and Peyton Manning and Deion Sanders, right? There. That's a Deion Sanders Ravens jersey, by the way. He wore thirty seven because that was the eight he signed. Thirty seven. I was never now. Deion was playing. I, yeah, he was playing. I was thirty seven last year. Um, <laughs> and I, I stopped playing flag football a few years ago. Um, but anyway, it's two Hall of Famers. But you know what I think is a big factor that we're going to have to see, um, by the way, the return of Gronk to 2020. Um, I think it's going to be – okay, so we talked about it in the NBA bubble, which was no home court. I feel like that's also going to be a factor in football. I think football teams really benefited from it. I don't think home court is as big of a thing or home field in baseball as far as getting pumped up, I think because it's a more one-on-one game pitcher versus batter and then you have the benefit of like you know when the game is going to end. You know, you the home mm-hmm. team has to be eliminated. So, you have it's a different dynamic in baseball. Um, but in football, I think it's one game winner take all and I think home field really does mean something and I don't think there is any right now. So, with that being said, I think Bucks. I like Tampa. I like Tom Brady coming in and just fucking sl- yo Godwin, uh, Mike OG, Evans, OJ Howard, OJ Howard, Gronk. They got they just got Leonard Fournette to back up Ronald Jones. Tampa's looking nice. They got yeah. a lot of weapons. They got a lot of weapons. They it, questionable. That's the only thing. The defense is questionable. The defense, mm-hmm. but you know what, man? When you have an offense like this. That defense is lining up against that offense in practice. That makes that defense better. You know, a lot, a lot of times, man, you, you go back to these great offenses, man, their defenses weren't as bad. It's just they get overshadowed by how good the offense was. You know, you look at those Rams, uh, the greatest show on turf. You look at some high-scoring things. Even the Chiefs, man, you don't really associate the Chiefs with a, a dominant D, but that was a solid D. It was just all the attention was on Mahomes slinging it, you know. So I think that goes a long way, and I think the Bucks, man, I'm, I'm, I, I wish – I wish we could have gotten this game, this first game in New Orleans with fans. I would love to see that whole dynamic of everybody cheering. And I would love to see the reception that Brady would get, you know, co- going into mm-hmm. a, a place as, as a Buccaneer. Like, that would be awesome. But, again, uh, I got bucks in that one. Ugh. All right. So, give me the next one. What's the next down here? What do we got? Ooh. Chiefs, Texans. That's the opener. Thursday That's night. Two nights from now. So if you haven't done your fantasy football drafts, you got tonight and you got tomorrow night if you want to be in for, for week one, all right? So you got Chiefs hosting Texans. TD, give it to me, bro. Ooh-wee, this is a tough cookie right here. You got the Super Bowl champions up for grabs. And you got uh, uh, Deshaun Watson hungry because they did lose in the playoffs. They had a, that lead against those boys, and they, they blew oh, yeah. it. So you, you know just the Deshaun Watson, Watson that film, but I can't go against Patrick Mahomes, man. I can't, bro. I'll be a fool. He's in my fantasy, so I can't. Like I'm scared if I do that. <laughs> so uh, Patrick Mahomes, they, they they're going to act like all they doing is putting oil in it, oil in their time, man. They about to get this thing back rolling. Uh, they still in the Ferrari. Uh, everybody else is just a BMW or Mercedes. 
So right now, this guy is, is playing so well that it's hard to root against him. And all I'm going to say is the Chiefs are going to win this, and they're going to win probably, honestly, probably every game this year. Bro. That's like I know that's a bold statement, but they just are too good. The too Chiefs, good. Texas. Yeah, man. So I got Mahomes and Watson in different leagues. So I hope this is like a super gunslinger game where they rack up the score to like both of them score 50-plus points. That's what I'm hoping for. But I think the Chiefs are going to win. Just because the Texans, man, you can't – I can't trust their GM, bro. That guy made some questionable moves this offseason. They lost some yes. – they lost um, uh, Hopkins. I mean, come on. You can't replace Hopkins, dude. So, yeah, I don't really see, I don't really see the Texans uh, pulling this one off. All right. I got uh, – bro, I'm with you guys. I got Chiefs, man. I got uh, – here's my hot take. You ready? I, I got you the really say it. You got to you gotta press the button after you say it, bro. Oh, okay. You want me to do it after? I was I was giving you a prequel. I'm giving you a hot take. I'm I'm, I'm he already usually, knows. He already knows. I already know what he's gonna say is ridiculous. <laughs> well, it's not ridiculous, but you're gonna hit me with it. So I thought I'd beat you to the punch. Um, I think the Texans are gonna take a, a big step back this year, bro. I don't think they're gonna match any of the success they had last season. I don't I, think necessary hot take. I, I I can see that too, though. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's not a hot take, man. Well, I think if you're if you if you give your quarterback, you know, a hundred and something million dollars like this guy got, and you're investing in your team like that, and then you you know, but aside from that, I I just think that yeah, like you said, Hopkins leaving. It's not so much Hopkins leaving, and how do you fill that? It's just what did they get in return? David, uh, what's his name? David Johnson. Yeah, nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing in return. I I I don't think I think he had one good season in 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 it's the okay. NFL, and you know it, it, you see that too much with with running backs, especially guys blow up, have a solid one season, but you yeah. got something proven in DeAndre Hopkins. You know what I mean? And that's a guy who was doing it day in he, and day he out. Also got paid. And he just got yeah, two year, yeah. a two-year extension. Uh, yeah, man. Like two years, 50-plus million dollars. Yeah. Like in the, the highest-paid non-QB in the NFL. Yeah. Man. So, they know his value over there. Yeah. I mean, the, Texas, the Texas knew his value. But I don't think – I don't think the he didn't appreciate the way they were using him, and he made himself vocal over there. And, you know, when you got when – you, when you're bumping hands with the coach and you also got some issues with the general manager – uh, you're, you're writing yourself a one-way ticket out, out out of that organization. They knew his value, but they feel like he was going to be a headache in the long run. And they probably knew he was going to probably hold out. But he did himself a favor. We, d- nobody in the NFL is going to say DeAndre Hopkins is a, a, a slouch. No. Nobody thinks and I'm sure the Houston Texans didn't. But they felt like he was going to be a headache and they had to get rid of him. But, you know, the Texans, I don't, I, I believe you, I believe the same thing you believe, uh, Adam. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So it's a lukewarm take. It's not a hot take. All right. I thought yeah. I thought you guys would be a little more on the on the support of um of uh, of the Texans. But yeah, I I, I uh, the other um thing I think you mentioned the GM. I believe the GM of and factually unfactual here. We don't fact check shit. But I believe the GM of the Texans is the coach. I believe it's one of those scenarios where the coach is yeah. the GM as well. So he yeah. makes all the player decisions. Yeah, he's in he's in the position of uh, management as well. Yeah. Yeah, so if that's the case, that guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. So, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> so, you, you know what? We haven't done this in a while. Can we go? Can we? Can we say that um, that he deserves to go into the pit? Can we throw Bill? What's his name? Bill? Bill Bryan into Bill the pit? Bryan, Bryan oh, the pit. Yeah, throw him into the pit. Adios. Oh no! <laughs> I missed that. I had done that so long. <laughs> Wait, you just want to do that? That's all he's. He just wanted to do it. <laughs> If you get rid of if you get rid of Hopkins, you go in the pit. Yeah, man. All right, next one, next one. What do we got, Dennis? Mm. 
Let's see. Percentage that Lamar Jackson has just as good a season statistically this year as he did last year. Okay. Um, I, I want to go first on this one because I think you guys are a little more on the on the on the thing. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eight point two percent chance. Eight for his uniform number and two because it's his second year as a starter. I'm gonna give him an eight point two percent chance of actually replicating what he did. I think. Like anybody else, I, I here's another pro tip here. I'm gonna give you for fantasy. Stay away from Lamar Jackson, man. He's he, that's 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 too likely to 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 bust and burn than to to really carry that's, you to a championship. That's easy to say that though, bro. Like yeah, you, it's easy to say because there's a track record of this kind of stuff. So you you no, learn from the trends and you learn from the history. Anytime you got a guy, anytime you got a guy that's this like volatile that you don't that you know changes the game. We've never seen anybody like this before. All these all those adjectives that they like to use, you know, you, you know what happens? You get tape on the guy, bro. You the same people that doubted him when they drafted him, he just proved people wrong. And all you do like he's not gonna listen to our podcast. No disrespect to the Let Me See Live podcast, baby. But I'm just he's already been on the show, by the way. It, Gus it, he has that's true. We're 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 motivating him. Like you tell a guy like him that he's not going to play. Let me get to my point. My my percentage is he's gonna. My percentage is he's gonna have a eighty percent. He's gonna do better this year. He's gonna have a better a, a better season uh, statistically, and I think it's gonna be more throwing, not running, because okay. teams are gonna teams are gonna uh, spy him, and he, he's gonna use that to his advantage. So I think he's gonna have a better statistic throwing and more touchdowns. And also to putting himself into the MVP discussion again, like Michael Vick didn't fall off after the year he had one good year. He got hurt, mm -hmm. but I'm saying though Michael Vick was still Michael Vick after he got hurt. After he went to Philadelphia, after he went to the, the Steelers, after he went to uh, New York uh, Jets, he was still good. So Lamar yeah. Jackson is just as good as Michael Vick, and knows not to do what Michael Vick did as an NFL player. So how can you bet against this guy? Come on, well, man. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold uh, on. You already got your turn, Edwin. It's wait, my wait, turn. Wait, wait. I got to clear. You already got your turn. It's my all turn. Right. Sorry. Okay, I'm going to clear something so, up. First of all, <laughs> the track record for QBs falling off, for young QBs falling off after they have a good season is always year two, not year three. He had a pretty good year one when he came in for Flacco, right? And then, you know, he sucked it up in the playoffs. He sucked, oh, it, he sucked oh, in the playoffs. Continue, guys. But then when he came in in, in season number two, they had tape on him already, and he still exploded. So you can't say that people didn't know what he, what he was going to do or whatever. Everybody knew exactly what he was going to do, and he still did it. And he still did it. <laughs> See? Come on. So Nard knows right. what's up. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me, first off, let me clear one thing up, and then I'm going to ask you guys a question. Number one, I'm not doubting the guy. I'm not doubting the guy. He's proven that. That part I'll give you. People doubted him coming out of college. People doubted his game, and he stepped up. I just think that this is going to be another challenge for him, unlike other guys that will continue to grow at a, without those kind of challenges. I'm not doubting him. I just think there's going to be tape on the guy, and it's going to be harder for him to replicate those things. But I challenge him, and I think he's going to get chance. I'm not doubting him, okay? Well, 8.2% chance that he's going to replicate what he did statistically last year, okay? Oh, Secondly... 
That's it's like, exactly. It's like eight percent chance you're gonna die. You're gonna oh, live. because here's the thing: what he did last season was pretty spectacular, and it's gonna be hard to do that again. I think it's gonna be significantly harder for him to do that, knowing that everybody knows what he's like, has tape on him, and all that stuff. Yeah, he, he quarterback three games his rookie year, but that what that doesn't that's not really any merit there. You know what I mean? It was three games that they were trying to adjust an offense to him that was coming off Flacco. Year two, which was his first year as a starter, was completely designed around him, and that's what you saw. Now, uh, my question... having a COVID season, right? Huh? You're that you we're having a COVID season. Yeah. The teams don't even know what kind of defense they got, but the Ravens know what kind of offense they got. Yeah. So these teams... Like, listen, bro, uh, your 8.2% is, like, blowing my mind right now, but I'm just telling you right now, this kid is... Uh, he's like, he's a grown-ass man. He this is, guy, he is. This guy is going to do just as good as he did last year. Because I'm I'm a hundred percent confident because he's a Florida boy, he's gonna to continue to try to get better to prove the haters wrong. Yeah, he, he's like Frank Gore, bro. Like he's I, one of those guys that if you tell him he can't do nothing, he's gonna prove you wrong, your mama wrong, and whoever else that doubted him wrong. I and again, I'm not I'm not doubting him as much as Super Dennis wants to uh say that I am. I'm not doubting him. I'm just saying this season is going to be a lot harder for him to do those things that he did last season because of what everybody already knows on him. Now, he proved everybody wrong last season. Do you think huh? he's going to do it? I don't think he's going to do it this season. Oh, you're doubting I, him. So you're doubting him for doubting this him. season. I'm not doubting him. I'm, I'm convinced you, he's not going to do it this season, but he will. He will adjust his game and he will find ways to be successful. I'm saying he's going to be successful. He's going to be very good. He's just the, statistically what he did last season was really crazy, bro. Like that was a. a so you doubt he's gonna do it? I, I st- statistically, yes. I doubt that he's gonna be able to pull up those numbers. Okay. That's not a knock on him. It's not a knock on him. It's just saying statistically, that's a, that's a, that's a hard ask for anybody. Um, here's my question to you guys, and I wish I had done some research before this because I thought about this as we were as you guys were attacking me here verbally. Um, <laughs> I want. I wonder. I really would like to see his. I would like to see his and if his stats from last season. If you take away week one and two, I forgot who he played in week. I'm, it, don't get mad. The Dolphins. I know week one. Uh, week one was uh, the Dolphins. Yeah. And that's where he blew up. He had like six touchdowns that game. That was a horrible Dolphins team. Okay. That was a team that a week earlier had like fifty new guys on the team because we cut everybody and everything. There was guys that had the 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 game was like the third practice ever. You know what I mean? All right, you I'm, go look up the, that statistic that you want, and then come back. Stop trying to make it sound like edit, like taking that out is going to make his season look bad. Because that's just, exactly what you're doing right now, dude. We're so successful. You have you have no idea if you take those two games out that it's going to look bad. You're not, totally I'm, trying to paint that picture right now. I'm not trying to paint any picture. I'm not trying to oh, move. Come on. Yeah, sure. Sorry, team. Those guys practice and they did a training camp just like every other team. I'm just curious. I'm, I, I, I'm curious if it, those are some stat stuffing games against a bad team. I wonder how he did Bruh, against afterwards. Zero and zero. East team was zero and zero. It's not like the Dolphins came in with three games ahead of them and they came in zero zero. Those teams were zero and zero. The next team they came in, they was one and uh, zero, or whatever. You can't ask that question, bro. Like Look, I don't know. The Dolphins had some guys week one that probably couldn't have started at FIU. I'm just saying, okay? That's just there was some guys there that were just you know uh, it was painted picture like the painter from previous. Yeah, it's Bob Ross. Oh, Bob okay? Ross. And you got to throw the match, my friend. You got to what throw the match. Right now, it's the definition of doubting this guy. You're trying to take away his best two games and saying that what did he do after that? Bro, you're doubting him. Stop doubting this man. He is a great let me back it up. 
he's a he's a he's a different type of quarterback that we have to appreciate now while he's here. And don't appreciate him when he's gone. Don't be that guy. Don't say, oh, Michael Vick. You didn't appreciate Michael Vick when he was Michael Vick. Now you appreciate him now. Appreciate Lamar Jackson because he's a special. Don't appreciate him because he's just a running quarterback. He's a dual quarterback. And him and Patrick Mahomes are going to be around for a long time. Oh, yeah. I appreciated Mike Vick. I had the cleats. Those shits were fire, bro. I used to love those cleats, bro. You did the Mike Vick experience. I... Yeah, those were tight, bro. Remember that commercial where it looks like you're in a ride and shit? Yeah. All right, all right. All right. <sighs> That completes that down. Do we have any more downs, Dennis? I lost track of what number we're on. We got one more? All right, we got maybe more. Let's see. What do we got? What do we hate this season? All right. Pick your nemesis. All right, give me one person, team, thing, anything NFL that you most want to see just suffer this season. Let's let the hate come out. You know what I mean? Hmm. Say, wait, oh, wait, if you want to be fair, eliminate his best and worst game and then calculate his stats. Okay, Evan, mm-hmm. hey, good get job. on it. Good job. That's why we need you in the room, baby. Yeah, Evan, get on that. <laughs> Let us know. So I don't hate, I don't hate nobody. Like, I, let me back. I don't hate. It's hard for me to hate or see a team not do well because I don't have any gripes with no NFL team. Obviously, and you know the struggles of NFL players. So, I get you. A team that I would not like to see do well this year. Only because my cousin's in that division. I don't want to see the Dolphins or the Patriots do good this year. Because I want the Jets because my cousin's on the team. I want them to have a successful season and hopefully change it up and put themselves in the playoffs. So I don't want to see the Dolphins or the Jets do good this year. The Dolphins, I mean, the Dolphins or the, uh, the Patriots uh, do good this year. I don't, know what button to click on I don't know what button to click on him. He just said he doesn't want to I'm just, hey, I'm going with my cousin, bro. You can't yeah, bro. Hey, fam, I got you, I got you. Blood is thicker than water. Thank you. Hey, the dad. Dennis didn't like that pick. Um, <laughs> speaking of picks, Dennis said uh, he doesn't want Adam Gates better not try walking in front of my car. <laughs> He's got Adam Gates in the Jets. Is what he Frank Gore's not next to him now. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't want, he doesn't want no, no, no jet smoke. Uh, Gus, what do you got? You know, like, I'm just going to stick with the Patriots just because you lose fucking Tom Brady and you reload with Cam, with Cam fucking Newton. I mean, come on, bro. That's like, that's like when, the, when the Colts lost Peyton Manning and then they got Andrew Luck. Like, really? Like, yeah. they, they didn't really work out for them because, you know, what ended up happening to Andrew Luck. But come on, bro. Like, were, there, were this motherfucker's reign end already? And I'm talking about Bill Belichick. Like, go away, bro. Go away. Walk off, walk off into the sunset. Do whatever the fuck you want. Just get out of my life. <laughs> I'm going to go a different route. I'm not going to go player or team. I'm actually going to go Roger Goodell. Don't like that guy. Don't uh, want I just I want something bad to happen. I want him to get caught in one of those uh, Asian spas or something like that. Some some Teflon. bad shit to happen to him. Man, Teflon. You ain't going to get him in there. But go ahead. No, I know. I know. Yeah, he's... He, he like he's he's just a rat, bro. I feel like all those commissioners are rats, man. Him and Manford and all that stuff. Except Silver. Silver looks like a fucking snake, but he seems to be a pretty cool guy in the NBA. But um, why does he look yeah. like a snake? Bro, have you seen Adam Silver, bro? That guy is just yeah. He looks, looks kind of weird, though. He looks like like he like a uh, man in black. Like he's gonna zip his body down. He's gonna look like- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he looks oh, man. Like he does look weird, man. But he, he's one of the best commissioners in sports league right now, hands down. Yeah, over, yeah. He, yeah so, he's got to be the best one. 
number Silver, one. In, well, in most leagues, the players or the commissioner works for the the owners, you owners. know. But yeah. in, in in the NBA, like you, he realizes, yo, the players really drive this league, so he 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 tends to side with them. Although his interests are the the, the owners there. Uh, Gus wants Belichick to go away to a massage place with Kraft. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. something, bro. You know, Silver looks like a Bond villain to me, just missing the monocle. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, Silver just he's just that's a weird looking dude, man. Uh, by the way, monocle. Uh, I, I started watching Umbrella Academy. Is it good? I yes. yeah. I'm four or five episodes in. I tried to get pretty good. To get one, I couldn't for some reason. No, eh, give us some time. Right. Look at the All look right. at the ticker. That's yeah. it. We've done it. Give it up. Let's give it up. Speaking you heard it of here Monaco, first. Sweep, baby. Uh, yeah. sweep. I need closer. Give him a raise. Put a statue in front of the Miami in the AAA arena for this man. Give him All a right. statue, please. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, man, dude. Yo, Yo, the Heat. Eastern Conference Finals for the first time since 2014. How about that? Eastern Conference Finals, and we've only lost one game in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Bro, if we go to the NBA Finals, watch how the bandwagoners come from the sewers of Miami-Dade County. <laughs> yep. And they're going to find a, they're gonna find some, a, a, a Glenn Rice jersey, something. And they're gonna be they gonna be running in the streets talking about, I'm a heat fan now. Get out of here. Oh, <laughs> uh, Danny, uh, sorry I'm late to the show, the three amigos, but I was basking in he- here glory. I guess he meant heat hate, glory. Heat glory. All right, Danny, if you noticed the ticker, we had you covered, man. You could have just put it on in the background and you know you wouldn't miss a beat. But thank you so much for joining, bro. Uh feel free to participate whenever you like. And congrats. Danny's one of the uh, the new members of the Lemon City Live Fantasy Football League, which by the way, uh I want to thank all the guys in the Lemon City Live Daily Lemonade Facebook group because we put out a post. We had a lot of interest in people wanting to join the mm-hmm. league that hit me up directly and that were commenting on the post. Unfortunately, we only had a few spots open um, because we had returning players from last season. So we did increase it. And uh, if you made it, hey, congrats. Thank you guys for joining. It's going to be a fun season. We have every year we do a theme. Our Seinfeld theme from a few years ago was definitely uh, our – we set the bar pretty high year one. Um this year, I think we're we're getting the flow going with our 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 last action hero uh, theme. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Let's see here. Oh, Adam Silver looks like he's got a rubber fetish. Yeah, like he's got a rubber fetish. He does. He's just just yeah, he looks slippery. Is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> that's your quote right there for the week. Is rubber fetish weird? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's. Um, that, uh, oh, wait, 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 with the official conclusion to every down. <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah. Dennis, do we have any more downs? Did we miss one, or are we good? We may have one more. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, all right. Last down. Last down. Last down. Last down here. Fourth, uh, fifth and goal. Um, the potential of Tua or Dak right now. The question is, who would you rather have today? The potential of Tua and what's to come and what could possibly be Tua, right? You, we've, we've all seen it. His mm-hmm. health is he's regenerated his hip. He's doing all this great stuff. He looks like he's like he's like he's Tua of college right now. He's not hobbled Tua. He's doing everything great. Or would you rather take a guy who's proven to lead a team like the Cowboys, but maybe not wow you with the stuff? You kind of feel like you've seen the ceiling of Dak, but it's pretty good. But he kind of has a little mystery. He this also is the longest three, question ever. Is this is this your uh... three letters in his name? <laughs> I'm trying to build up, give you guys a little background for those of you that are not familiar. 
Just ask know? the question, bro. We know who yeah, they are. What do you want, Gus? Okay. We want the question. Yeah, I'll bro. Question. I, I yeah. zoned out. I straight up zoned out. I felt like uh so stop being a bitch. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like loving the spectrum when that girl zones out. Remember you? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. All right, all right. Go ahead. Bro. Give me what do you want? So okay. your question with all the answering the question. That Prescott, you said key thing is a proven player. And who can care less if he has the pizzazz of like what you like, Gus, or like a Patrick Mahomes or the swag and all that stuff. The dude is a proven player. Somebody said on ESPN today, I think it was uh, Stephen A. Smith, he said if Dak Prescott was in, as Tony Romo, they would have been paid him. And it's not fair that they're, they're doing Dak Prescott like that. He was a fourth-round pick, and he's been proven to put the Cowboys in position to playoffs. It's not his fault that they stopped running Ezekiel Elliott the last three games of the year and put themselves out of playoff contention. You know, you got to ride the horse. So Dak Prescott, hands down, will be the – with this listen, Tua and Dak, Easy Dak Prescott. He's leading a, a, a franchise team like the Dallas Cowboys into playoff contention every single year. Got to ride the snake, bro. Ride the snake. Ride the snake. Yeah. <laughs> I like that ride. I like riding the horse. All Look, right. So every GM has to know when to be conservative and when to go for the home run, right? So normally, I like to stay a little conservative unless I see a lot of potential, right? I see the potential in Tua. Okay? Normally, I would say... Yo, you got to keep your proven guy. Like Tanard is saying, Dak is proven. He's good enough to win. He's good enough to take you to the mountaintop, right? He's not going to be the reason you win, but he's not going to be the reason you lose either. But he's good enough. But I think this is that moment. We already had that guy. We had Ryan Tannehill. We had Dak Prescott already. I think this is the moment where you see Tua and you got to knock it out of the fucking park, bro. You need to ride that horse, bro. Tua, just ride that horse. And I appreciate you doing right Two snaps, a twist, and a kiss. I don't appreciate you doing Ryan Tannehill like that. That's my man. Don't talk about, don't talk about my Tannehill like that. Bro. Wait, wait, wait. You just, you just talked up Dak Prescott, right? Um, and I just compared Ryan Tannehill to Dak Prescott. And, and how is it negative? How is what I said negative, bro? Shade on my dude Tannehill, man. Nah, that's no shade. It's no shade. He's okay. good enough to take you to the mountaintop. I'm just making sure. He's not the reason you win. He's not the reason you lose. But I think Tua has the potential to be much more than that. I love I love every second of that because I didn't even say a word. And Gus spoke for me. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes we're on the same team, man. Come on. Come Look on. at that. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead, Adam. Go ahead. Cherry uh, on top, though. I don't know what else to add on to it, man. I'm, I'm. This is the most bought into a quarterback I've ever been. I, I'm Tua or bust. I got the sign. I, 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 I want the everything Tua, bro. Give me the whole fucking package. Slap my face around a little bit. Um, but I do think, uh, I do think, the, I do think it's a good question. It's a valid comparison, and I think it's, it's very, you know, enlightening. Oh, old Dennis is showing us the Tua picture there. Yeah. <laughs> With the, the 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 picture in the background there already, he's doing his photo shoots with the Dolphins. I mean, bro, it's this is the most hype we've been for for a player in a long, long time, and I I just I want it, bro. I I'm I've been starving for that 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 guy. You know what I mean? Um, bro, what are you hating, Danny? What the fuck? What what, bro? What what does that even have to do? Why are you interrupting my shit right now, bro? I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. And, 
had that quarter. Yeah, we've had that Tannehill quarterback for the last twenty years. His name was Jay Fiedler, Cleo Lemon, everybody else that you can you know put in that parade line. But yeah, no, I'm all for Tua, bro. I'm really into it. Although I still got Dak above Tannehill, so the fact that Gus compared them and and made them equal is is throwing more shade on that, which I love. But yeah, I got Dak way better. I'll take Dak. Three times over Tannehill. Was Dak, was Dak a Pro Bowler last season? Um, I don't yeah, know. Was. I believe he was. Yeah, he's been a Pro Bowler. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky was a Pro Bowler. Ain't nobody picking him up, bro. All right, <laughs> that guy. I think I saw. Oh fuck! I saw a great uh, stat this week, um, which was pretty. It was throwing. I thought we were talking about this guy being the worst GM for the Texans. I think we got to make a serious nomination for the Chicago Bears uh, GM. He managed to to pay Nick give up I forgot how many draft picks for Nick Foles and then pay Nick Foles something like twenty million dollars to be the backup and not even start behind Trubisky and passed up on Cam Newton and Jameis Winston that were each available for a million dollars each. You know, like some ridiculous uh low end contract and went with Nick Foles and then paid Nick Foles a bunch of money to to just sit behind Trubisky. The one thing you forgot to say about that, Nick Foles is a Super Bowl winner. Don't disrespect that man like that. The bro. Super Bowl winner. Okay. All right. No, don't. That's it. I'm still taking Winston or Cam oh, Newton over him. Oh, yes, I am. Stop. Oh, stop. No. He, he hey, Cam, Newton, Cam Newton is an NFL MVP. Only because he's an MVP. But don't and he also went to the Super Bowl. Foles, man. Like, he got hurt in Jacksonville, and, like, now he falls off. Like, listen, he almost took Philadelphia to the playoffs again the year of fucking Carson Wentz got hurt. I get, so I, I get it. I, he's he's right, solid, right, but let's stop disrespecting these guys. Like not disrespect. I'm just yes. not gonna pay the guy twenty million to sit behind Mitch. He deserves it. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. What you mean? He deserves. If you want to pay, you want to pay a guy. You pay him to start, but not to fucking back up and but that's hang up. But listen, Mitch Trubisky, they, he's on his uh, last year of his contract, and he's the third, what, the, the second pick overall. Yes, you don't spend that money on Nick Foles right now. It's just it's it's a dumb GM move. Listen, it's 16 games this year, so Nick um, um, uh, Trubisky can get hurt, and then they're going to have to get their uh, money's worth with uh, with Nick Foles. So I don't think it's a bad investment. That's a horrible investment. That guy doesn't know what he's doing. That guy. It's not. It's not a great investment. Yeah. It'd be all right. It'd be a return on your investment if he takes them to the playoffs. If exactly. That's a big if, though. But I, it's if, so you got to give him the 20 million. How much are you gonna pay me to if I take him to the playoffs? You know yeah, what I mean? They want to give you. A Miami Subs grill sandwich and some nachos, and hopefully you'll Tenard, be happy. With it. I got a, I got a question for you, Tenard. Go ahead. If if the if the if they make it to if the Bears make it to the playoffs with uh with Nick Foles, do you think that they also would have made it with Mitch Trubisky? No. So because, why so why don't they start Nick Foles? No, because the thing about this, they're going to start Mitchell Trubisky because they they have to get that second pick money out of him. They got to. Nick Foles is a security blanket. They, what they did was pay Nick Foles his value. That's okay. what they paid him. But wouldn't it have been a smarter? Wouldn't it have been a smarter move for the team if you're if this guy's on his last leash, Trubisky, sign these other guys for one year, save the money, invest in another position. Like you're really investing in Nick Foles. That's for one year. If you sign these guys for one year, are you going to play them in front of Trubisky? You know, I, Nick Foles is signed for Nick Foles is signed for one year. So, yeah, exactly. so, so you're committed so, to so, a backup. So, so Nick Foles is basically if Trubisky doesn't uh, work out, Nick Foles is going to be inserted in, and they're not going to draft a quarterback going into 2021. 
like listen, man, the GM know what he's doing, yo. You gotta you gotta prove a Super Bowl quarterback on your team. <laughs> listen, bro, I'm not I'm not even finna get in with you, bro. This dude, <laughs> y'all forget this dude won a Super Bowl, man. Like guess, like what have you done for me lately? Cam Newton been to the Super Bowl and been hurt every single year after that. Now he's I just think if you're gonna pay that guy that much, he should start. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and that's it. And then, no, not really, yo. And no, if that's the case, why are you signing a backup to that much money? Just save it and wait for your your starter to bust, and then regroup next year. They have money in the cap to give them like that, so this they're not hit. It's not hitting them. Yeah, He's, but then what if what if Trubisky hits? What if Trubisky plays well, right? But you have a good problem. You, you got to pay him, problem. and then you you ended up wasting money on no, on goals. A good problem to have, dog. Listen, you got to pay the quarterback what their value is. The Dennis got it right. Nick Foles was a better move than Mike Glennon signing and trading up for Trubisky while passing on Mahomes and Watson. Yeah, that was that's that's bad. That's but a bad that, one there, bro. And they, nobody knew Pat. They, nobody knew uh, Mahomes was going to do what he was doing. Like it's easy to say it's hindsight. Everybody. But Watson. Uh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. But Watson is easy to like. Watson, we knew he was good, but nobody had yeah, enough. And they pass on him. Yeah, they did pass him. I'll tell you this much. Hey, real quick, shout out to a friend of the show, MJ Acosta, for securing her new gig as the host of NFL's Total Access. So we can say that we've had the host of NFL Network's NFL Total Access on our show. And she's a friend of ours. Uh, Shout out, congrats to her. Big ups to her. But I remember actually when she was on the show last, we were talking about it. And I remember asking her, like, yo, I, I had no idea who Patrick Mahomes was. Like, Coming out, I know he played at Texas Tech and everything, but there was nothing, no hype about him, at least for me as a general. And I consider myself a pretty in tune uh, football fan who, who follows the college game uh, enough to think, okay, hey, this guy, you know, I have a, a bit of a pulse on who's coming out, who's got some hype. Mahomes was a guy that I was like, ooh, huh? What, that guy? I don't know. Uh, Watson was a guy that I was like, okay, Watson was good in college and I liked him and I thought he, he was going to be one of those guys, like a chip on his shoulder kind of guy. I also didn't think that Deshaun Watson was going to be as good as he is right now this fast. You know what I mean? I thought Deshaun Watson was going to be a good player. I just didn't know he was going to be a good player this quick. So I was a little – I was definitely surprised by him, but I wasn't surprised by where he got drafted. But when Mahomes, you know, like when he came around, I was like, oh, who the fuck is this guy? And they traded up to get him, you know? Remember the Chiefs traded up to uh, to get Mahomes at like 10 or 11 there. So I was like, yeah. yeah. That was- because, he didn't, because he didn't have a sexy name. Like nobody knew about him. Like so yeah. doesn't necessarily mean he's going to not be a good quarterback. Yeah. So they like so Nick Trubinsky, uh, Mitchell Trubinsky. I'm sorry, nobody knew about him coming out of North Carolina, but they felt like he was worth the second pick. Now he's not playing to the second pick potential. They're calling him a bust. He's not a bust, man. He hasn't done anything to be bust caliber. Like he hasn't. I don't know, bro. There's like a really bad meme of him. He's chipping at it. He's chipping at it. He's chipping at it. Now, right now, is this opportunity to either make get a new contract? extend himself or just fall off the map completely i know i think you're absolutely right on on this is his last chance but um there is a bad meme of him i remember that's out there where he's rolling out and like all the defenses are on the left side of the field and the right side of the field and there's i think his tight end or something was literally open in the middle of the end zone by himself (laughs) and uh there's like nobody around him for like 10 or 15 yards in any direction and he's looking right at him and the meme says believe it or not they didn't score on this play. So <laughs> he missed. He didn't even see the guy through it in some double coverage. Um, he's got some questions. Uh, I want to take a second here. Now that you mentioned Mitch Trubisky trying to prove himself, man, can we just stop and just have a moment of silence for uh, for Josh Rosen, bro? How do you go from being the num- uh, you know, first-round quarterback pick to getting traded after your first season for a guy who they ended up picking number one overall? Like, that's never happened. 
You come to the Dolphins. He had every opportunity last season to really separate himself from um, from Fitzpatrick. Never did. Everybody rallied around Fitzpatrick. Maybe I don't think it's a knock on Rosen completely. I think he still needs time to to develop. But man, that's that's a hard fall to now being a practice squad guy on the on on the Bucks. Man, like who's the backup at the Bucks? I want to. I want to. Good question. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's a uh, 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 Blaine Gabbert. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, Gabbert. But listen, guys, that, that's that's. I, I'm, I'm 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 I've been a Josh Rosen fan, and I think he he holds he does everything with class. It's not his fault that he got drafted number ten by a coach that was on his way out of there. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. then, and then when he did play, he didn't play bad. He wasn't he wasn't throwing balls into the ground and he wasn't throwing easy picks. He was playing with the team that he had and yeah. he was producing yeah. numbers. And then then they get a new coach and the new coach likes Kyler Murray. It's not his fault and he had to go to another team. Now he goes to the Dolphins with a whole new kind of game plan, a whole new offensive game plan, and they expect him to learn it. And they bring a proven quarterback like Fitzpatrick to come in and, and, and back up. You know, listen, I, this guy, like if he gets the opportunity to play. And if he stays motivated and inspired by whoever else out there that gives him uh, inspiration, he can go and be a difference maker on another team because he can play the game, man. He's a really good quarterback. I'm not mm-hmm. over exaggerating. He's really good. No, he yeah, is. He I, is. I don't think he's. I don't think he's gotten really a, a fair shake. Yeah. You know, he has. He has gotten opportunities, but in order to to uh, to you know take hold of those all those opportunities, he would have he would have to blow people's minds out, and just a second year guy is not going to do that. Well, here's what I'll say to that. And I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy right now. Um, in the NFL, this is the new NFL, man. The Aaron Rodgers sit down and, and sit on the bench for a few years. You don't have that. You, you're, you're going in and you're starting right away and either you make it. And what's happening is I'm finding that a lot of guys are either making it or, or extending around long enough to find out, hey, like a, a Trubisky, you know, guys like that where you're like, ah, oh, Jameis Winston is signing a backup deal. You know, after being a hyped up Heisman Trophy winner, having a good season and then realizing, nah, you know, this and that. But Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen's window has been the quickest to shrink, you know, like to go from first round pick and being like on top of the world a couple of years ago to to this now is is going to be a big challenge for him, you know, to get mentally to get over and really prove himself. And that's one knock that's always been on him is like he doesn't he's always come off like he's not kind of Jay Cutler, you know, kind of like. Like I'm not really into it. I've he's uh, there's been there's been knocks on him. There's been knocks on his desire to win. Now I'm not saying they're true. I'm just saying there's perception of what's being reported and what he's given off to to people who do this kind of thing. He can't play the quarterback position. That's just his personality. Eli Manning was like a sucker, and <laughs> he ended up being a. So we can't use his personality. Yeah. Oh no, no, I know, but it's 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 an unfortunate thing. But again. It goes back to what I was saying, which is now you get that opportunity and you have to jump on it and you have to extend it. You have to show everybody, yo, I'm worth it. Keep believing in me. Keep believing in me. And him, I'm yeah. sorry, that was a bad Dolphins team. That was a real, that was a bad Dolphins team. But Fitzpatrick, who's not, you know, uh, going to blow anybody away with anything. You know what I mean? He's just a journeyman quarterback who's been on a, a number of teams already and everything. He was able to rally around these guys and, and make them believe and, and got something out of them. Josh Rosen did have an opportunity. He could have beaten out this guy and do that stuff. Now, do I think it's fair for him to be booted out like that quick? No. But you had the opportunity. Now's, now you're in a bigger hole. You know, it's unfortunate. Kyler Murray got drafted, and then he left Arizona. 
Tua Tagovailoa gets drafted, and now he has to leave Miami. You know, where where again now where does he go? He's on a practice squad behind Brady, where he's not going to see the field anytime soon. But it, it's it's up to him. I, I I wish him the best. I hope he succeeds. I was I really wanted him. I thought it was a good trade that we did when we traded for him. I thought it could work here in Miami, but. You know, you got this is the new NFL, man. You got to capitalize on these opportunities. They're 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 short, they're they're small, and they don't come around very often. Look at it, like I said, look at a guy like Jameis Winston, who was the number one overall pick, who was on top of everything, is now you know the, the hopefully the heir apparent in in New Orleans. But he had to sign a one year fucking backup deal for a million dollars. Like that's a big that's a big reality check for him as well. Um, you know, also when you're doing the um, 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 licking your fingers, what are we going to do? We're going to eat these dubs, that shit. I mean, that's how you get also sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think the real question here, though, Evan is asking is, uh, is Miami Stubbs still around? Yes. Yeah. Is one is one on, um, right there. Uh, like you get past the airport, you go in the underpass and it's on your left hand side. Like it's on this Lejeune? one. Yeah. On the June. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. It still looks like the old Miami subs too. I hope they got 25 set wings because I'll be over there right now. Yo, I haven't hit up a Miami subs in a minute, bro. Like, there's one right by my house, man. Color Bay. Okay. Color Bay. Yeah. Color Bay over here. Um, all right, guys. Like Kendall too. Kendall Drive and like 137. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I was one. There, the one here by my crib, uh, recent, no, not recently, a while ago, closed down, and the, but the building is still there. But nothing has been. Um, nothing has taken its place, but all right, guys, that's it. We got to the point, bro. We finally got some solid NFL talking, bro. I feel good. I'm excited. Let's see what happens this weekend. I'm looking forward to discussing what happened last weekend or what happens this weekend on next week's show. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, there's one on Kendall and 137. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm excited about, about that, but what happened today right now? The heat, baby. Hey, let's, give, let's, give, let's give a little attention to the heat and what's happening here. The little gentleman's sweep, you know. We got that going down. Hey, fellas. I'll let y'all discuss the heat because I'm going to get out of here, okay, man? Dally, bro. Be All right. Hey, I had to be here for the NFL, though. I had to no, be here. Of course. Of course. Of course. Do your thing, brother. Do your thing. Be safe. All right, guys. Be easy. But, yo, we got we got heat. Heat taking it five, Gus. Now we're – who do you want to see? I think the Celtics are up three games to two. Who do you want to see? Who would you rather have, Celtics or Raptors? Who do you think we match up better with? I think we match up better against the Raptors, but I think it would be a better morale boost if the Heat beat the Celtics. You know what I mean? I think the Heat will have a better chance in the finals if they beat the Celtics than if they beat the Raptors. Hey, put it in the comments there. Who do you want the Heat to take on, Celtics or Raptors? Let us know. Um, bro, honestly, I'm trying to find the pros and cons of each one, and mm – -hmm. What I how I feel about each one, and I kind of like if we go Raptors, bro. The Raptors are just like, I've, I feel like the Raptors will give us the be the best chance. But we lost to the Raptors a couple years ago, you know, um, or a few years back. I mean, lost the, to the our our both rosters were like not completely different, but they're very different than what they are now. Just two completely again, different teams. And also, these Raptors are phony, bro. This is those same phony-ass Raptors that, uh, you know, I've been calling phony all season. Um, with that, I think it's going to be the Celtics. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't like – man, the Celtics are just a whack-ass team. It's not a cool Celtics team, you know? It's not yeah, like a Larry like, Bird team, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's that their, their best players are just really young, you know, like Jason Tatum or, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Jalen Brown – I, I don't even know. Well, is, is is Haywood still on there? Is the the the, the Butler kid still there? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Haywood. Is he still there? I don't know. 
I don't think so. I'm super maybe, disappointed. I, maybe he got injured. I don't know. But they got Kemba Walker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kemba's, you know, he's, he's, I guess he's their, he's their best veteran player. I think but he's uh, not like he's not flashy or anything. Yeah, there's no flash on this team. Yeah, they're 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 like a they're like heat light, except we got all the good flavors, you know. They're they're just they're trying <laughs> to copy our formula. Um yeah. oh Marlins six, Braves zero. You get some fifty percent off Papa John's tomorrow. Holla. Fuck yeah. Marlins five. Marlins five, get those discounts in. Hey, Marlins, man. Hey. Marlins have these. Wanna go have these oh. on a pizza tomorrow? Maybe, maybe. Um actually, um, Real quick, before we transition into a little baseball talk here, um, what's it called? So, oh, my God. Um, Kemba Walker. I think I've, I don't know if I've mentioned this story on, on the show here before, but one of my most embarrassing Kemba Walker takes ever, bro, and I got to own this one. Uh, I was filling out a bracket the year that they won the, the national championship, right? Yeah. And, and that year, if you recall, they weren't a very good team in the regular season. They ended up winning uh, the uh, Big East tournament. And then mm-hmm. they, they rolled right into the into the the actual tourney, and they ended up winning it. I remember I was filling out my brackets, and my boss at the time, when I was working at the bank, comes up and he's like, "Hey, who you got?" And he's like, "I'm thinking." He's like, he goes through, he goes, "I kind of like UConn. I mm-hmm. like uh, Kemba Walker. He's he's pretty good." And I remember telling him, and I looked at him, and I go, "Bro, that guy's tired, bro. There's no <laughs> way he's gonna do that shit in the tourney, okay? There's no way." Stay away from UConn, bro. That's not a good pick, all right? And he's That's amazing. <laughs> he was like he was like, "You know what? That's And I I told him I was like, "Bro, bro, don't even touch that with a 12 foot pole, okay? Just stay away. That's not a good one. Go whoever's going against UConn, pick them." And I I remember telling him that I was very, con- you know, set in my conviction there and um as usual. And I remember, <laughs> as usual. And he looked at me and he goes, "You know what? You're right, bro. Yeah. That's true. He can't keep it going." Like he can't keep it going. That's that's he's like, there's no way he's gonna keep that going. And I was like, yeah, bro, don't worry about it. So I kept filling out my brackets, and then, bro, for the rest of that thirty, every game Campbell won. He just kept looking at me, coming into my office. He's like, you're staying late today. I'm like, why? He's like, you're staying late, bro. He was punishing me, making me stay late at work, giving me all the shitty customers, doing all the bad work with every game that Campbell won up until the final. And I was like, bro, son of a bitch, man. So Dude, this, I was, is, this is why I never trust your takes, man. You could be dead wrong, but your your conviction is at 100. You know what I mean? You can convince a fucking penguin that he lives in the North Pole, bro. Like, bro, how, how do you do it, bro? Bro, you know how what? Do you do it? I did stay there longer, all right? I outlasted my, co- my, my, my boss. He left before me. Um, but you know what? Um, I still think that my averages are better. My, my win percentage is still pretty high. It's just that sometimes when I miss, I I take a big swing and I miss pretty big. You know what I mean? But I think that I'm still hitting for average. You know, sometimes you got to do like Jeff Bagwell used to say, just close your eyes and swing as hard as you can, bro. And you know, average is fine. If you hit for average, I I have no idea whether you do or not. I feel okay. I feel like I'm pretty pretty That's good okay. at it. but your I, takes your takes sound like they're coming out of a mouth of somebody who's batting a thousand you know well, okay. well, that, that might be true that might be true but again I, it's 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 the jeff bagwell in me you know that's just yeah sometimes bro, you gotta you gotta you feel good about it bro Tua, bro that guy's gonna be the shit you know what i mean that's just like me just squatting in closing my eyes and just yeah, swinging as hard as i can bro that's the best <laughs> advice that they that I, I i i'll you look it up bro they asked bagwell one time you know like what's your secrets to hitting and he's like bro honestly i don't have any he's like sometimes a lot of the times i just close my eyes and swing as hard as i can this is a guy who's just in the hall of fame who's a professional baseball player you know what i mean so you know i don't believe that he actually 
does that. Maybe he thinks he does that, but I, hey, I feel like his he said it and it inspired over, you know? me. He said it and it inspired me. Uh, so <laughs> broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> but I hate it, bro. Kenny's now all of a sudden decided to show up with this. Look at that horrible picture that he has there. You know I what I mean? And I, I look, he, he looks like uh he looks like a scared Obi Wan. Yeah, look at that. Ooh, okay, everyone. I don't know what I did. Um, yeah, he's he's uh, he's hating there, but yeah, bro. Hey, I I own my mistakes and I own when I'm wrong. I definitely do. Um, I was wrong about Kimball Walker that year, so that's why I can look back. How I've many, how many years ago was that, bro? I don't know. When did the Kimball Walker win the national championship? Um, that was like that was a very long time ago. I 2011, 2012, maybe. Yeah, somewhere on that. So, yeah. It was it was a while ago, um, but anyway, that was that was it. I definitely, um, like I said, you gotta own it, bro. Sometimes it just happens, and you're like, bro, my bad, my bad. I was way off on that, and people remind me of it. So, um, it is what it is. But all right, any okay? So we got we we're feeling like Celtics, right? That's what we got going. Um, yeah, it's gonna uh, be the Celtics. What's uh in the West? I don't know what the what the what the Standing I, think, right now. I think Houston and Lakers are tied. Celtics are leading. Uh, so the Heat are the first team to punch in their tickets to the to the conference Clippers. finals, right? Clippers are leading the Nuggets. Yeah, the Heat are the first ones. Right, baby. Big time, big time, right there. Yeah, um, that's what I like. I like that. Uh, hold on a second. Let me get the uh, camera pack or camera cam going here. In the meantime, you can, uh, you know, feel free to say anything you want. It's going to take me a second here, bro. Uh, bro, why do you do this to us? Why do you, you do know this? What? It's called, bro. It's called teamwork, bro. bro you, you know, know what that does? That, 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 that really squeezes my lemons. Oh, is it time? Is it time? We should. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, here's your squeezes. Oh, there it is. I'm going to go first. You know what really squeezes my lemons besides when Edwin decides to just go off and do something else in the middle of the show? When technology, like normal technology that you use every day, decides to shit on you when you need it most. When you fucking need it most, bro. It's not like, eh, whatever, I can just finish this later while I fix this piece of technology. No, bro. I need this shit right now. And technology just shits in my fucking eyeballs, bro. (laughs) Everybody squeezes my lemons. Like your laptop. Um, let's talk, Gus, like always. Uh, <laughs> Kelly's, bro. Kelly's got a lot of hot takes today. I like it, though. He'll be back on Friday or for our happy hour show. All right. Uh, what squeezes my lemons? All right. I got a little gripe to take. It's going to go off of, um, you know, I'm a Chelsea fan. And <laughs> soccer, uh, Nike is this big, powerful corporation that makes all these um, jerseys and they're the supplier for, for Chelsea. Now they've, after a long relationship with Adidas, they switched a few years ago to Nike. And ever since they switched, I haven't liked any other uniform. I really, I mean, they've been okay, but it's not like whatever. I just don't like the Nike fit or anything, even though I'm wearing a Nike Jersey right now. But <laughs> um, so they, they just released, they did this whole big promo campaign and they're doing the third kit for a lot of teams um, are inspired. Now I don't know if the Barcelona one is, like we were talking about earlier, but um, a lot of these kits are inspired by old Nike Air Max shoes from the 90s. That's that's it. They say, hey, we're going to take, doesn't matter about your 
by your team history or your your heritage of your club or any of that stuff. No, 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 no. We're going to make the look of your team for next season based around a shoe that we made that we felt so good about, whether you like that shoe or not. You know what I mean? I'm gonna I do like those shoes. I'm going to force this Nike Air Max that had this red and blue colorway, and they said, oh, you know what? We're going to put that with Chelsea. We're going to put that uniform on them. And then they said, oh, on top of that, we're going to make the uniform look like the team that's lower division, like trash, Crystal Palace. That's what they said, which is another London-based team. They said, we're going to make their yeah. uniform look like it. Like, it's, bro, it's garbage, man. It sucked. Bro, it was like, first of all, the inspiration for the uniforms is stupid. You're going to inspire, we're getting inspired by a shoe. Make a separate line separate. Don't fucking throw your shoe fancy into a club fancy. Like, come on, bro. You know what I mean? Like, that's just wrong, all right? You're already branding the thing like Jordan. Like, they're never going to make Jordan Hornets jerseys that look like, you know, the Jordan 5s or something. Although that might be better yeah. than the Hornets uniforms now. But, um, True. you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's just the, this whack-ass thing to then force down a crappy product. It was just garbage, bro. And I'm really pissed off. Uh, that's how I feel about the NBA. You know, the city ones, yeah, there's some misses. There's probably more misses than hits. So I got to agree there. But... Yeah, you- you can't hate on this right here, bro. Can't hate on that one. Can't and, hate on this. That wasn't inspired by you know uh, a pair of of Nike a Puma or Puma shoes from like 1991 or something like that or exactly. some Reebok that came out some Reebok pumps. No, that was inspired by the heritage of the team that started here. Mm-hmm. And those letters are from the Miami Arena where they played their games. There's there's a connection there. The connection from this uniform to this season is that a fucking shoe like no bro like that's just so stupid like i don't understand and it squeezes the shit out of my lemons bro really fucking pisses me off Ooh. here's here squeezes, squeezes out um yeah <laughs> have to get that out um all right so get it off your chest bro say it with your chest with your chest oh shit I, I got out of the thing okay let me get back in here all right so now what we're gonna do is um we're gonna we open got- some baseball cards man i actually enjoy this segment you know i'm not like a huge baseball fan but i really enjoy this segment where we open up some some random baseball packs that i found on some really weird site that you buy. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. but um definitely oh look i look kind of spooky hold on let me put the light over this way so <laughs> face. um Great. Great. Still alive. Still alive. Thanks, thanks, yeah. Dennis. Thanks. I wasn't sure. You know, I wasn't sure if he was alive anymore. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So today we're gonna do. We got two packs because we're running out. Um, but sure. we're gonna do two because one is a, a a small pack. We're gonna do that one first. It's a ninety-one OPC. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know me. OPC Premier baseball cards from nineteen ninety-one. Um, yeah, What's but OPG? don't 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 fear. We got some new packs coming. I just ordered. Uh, I got a really good deal on some '94 Upper Deck Collector's Choice. Can't wait. That's coming in the mail soon. Um, so we're looking forward to that. All right. So we're gonna go with this bad boy here. Let's get to the camera here. Let's open this up so you see this is all authentic here. Ooh, I remember these cards. These are real nice. Um, let's see. Ooh, here's an old school name here, bro. Look at this road. Um, Blue Jays uniform here, bro. Look at that guy, Kelly Gruber, bro. That guy looks like a ball player. Let's see. That guy looks like a ball player right there. He's grimy. He's got the pullover jersey. He's just looking sweet. Mm. Um, oh, I see. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Where is it? The bet's still on, bro. If we get a weight box, we're both slamming some beers. All right? Pull box. We right. <laughs> hey, you know what? Achilles, if I pull a box here, bro, you're coming on. Well, you, whatever look that you got going on right now, you're, you're hopping on the stream, and we're slamming some beers together. 
All right, so we got Kelly Gruber. Ooh, here's a nice old school. Daryl Strawberry. How about that? Oh, nice. nice. Didn't we meet him? Uh, yeah, we actually met. We got a nice picture with Daryl Strawberry. We met him at the uh, All-Star Game festivities. That's right. Uh, Daryl Strawberry, though, man, kind of weird because I always associate him with Mets. And, you know, he played with these other teams. You know, he was a Yankee and everything, mm-hmm. but it always goes back to the Mets. And it's so much to the point where whenever I see him in another uniform like this Dodgers one, it's just weird for me. Like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't get it. You know what I mean? I agree. <laughs> Come on, Boggs. Yeah, here we go. All right. All right. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. Let's see. Uh, Renee Gonzalez. Don't know who that guy is, but he looks like he's – oh, wait, that name. Let's see. Where do you think he's from, Gus? Does it have – He's uh, Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Doesn't say where he's from. Doesn't say. No. It's got some weird, like, German or something. Is that on all the cards? What? I don't know. Are these cards in French? <laughs> Are they? Look! Look at the. You get that there? You see, like the the words there, like but outfielder Voltigure. I don't know what that is. It's oh, kind of strange. Look at that picture, though. That guy looks nineties as fuck, right there. Hey guys, with the hair. I never liked uh, wearing a hat and then having your hair come down from the front. That's always weird. That is weird. I'm pretty sure that guy is Cuban. Oh, here we go. Hall of Famer, Robin Yacht with those sweet powder blue uh, Brewers uniforms. It's a Hall of Famer, bro. Always special yeah. when you get a Hall of Famer, bro. What's his name? Oh, Robin, Robin Yacht. Yacht. Yeah, bro. Right. Robin Yacht won, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think he won gold gloves in multiple positions as a shortstop or a third baseman in the infield. Not, not first base. I think it was second, short, or third. And then mm-hmm. as an outfielder, won a gold glove. Really, that's a hard thing. Imagine you, as, as a baseball player, you play your whole life in one position and you train for it. And then you're like, hey, we're going to switch you. And then you have, you're successful there. Um, kind of like my boy, um, what's his name? Um, Dale Murphy. He was originally the catcher and then became a gold glove outfielder. This guy, yeah. Ivan Calderon. That guy, bro. Hispanic as fuck right there, bro. Oh, man. Look at Expos outfielder Voltiger. I don't know what this is. This is weird. OPG Premier. I don't remember these cards very well, but this is strange. But man, that Expos uniform is clean as a mugger looker, bro. Bro, we got some uh, German baseball cards. It's pretty cool. Seriously. Uh, Ken Daly from the Blue Jays in his little uh, spring training uniform there. And Lan- Lan- look, Lansour, it says. And then Bobby Ojeda. Um, bro. Okay. Dennis, can you look up the status of life for this guy? In the background there, if you can look up Bobby Ojeda, uh, Ojeda. I think he might be related to the Greg Swindell controversy. I don't know if he was involved in that. If he is, that's kind of creepy that we got him in back-to-back weeks. Um, all right, so that concludes pack one. Nothing real memorable there. I mean, um, what do we got? Daryl Strawberry, right? Chiamata thinks uh, Rene Gonzalez is Dominican. Could be, could be. Calderon definitely looked, you know, like could be Mexican or... Cuban. I look, huh? Calderon, yeah, Calderon is probably a uh, Dominican. Yeah, he had that yeah. look. Te- right, Tego Calderon. That's the only. That's the only reason I'm saying that. Yeah, super, super stereotypical there. But I looked uh, up. I looked up Rene Gonzalez, and he was born in Austin, Texas, so he's probably Mexican descent. Ah, uh, yeah. All right, major uh, score, Major League Baseball, 1990. Good year, 1990. Definitely a chance at a Wade Boggs year. Okay, definitely, yeah. definitely had some Wade Boggs potential. Get it. Mm. Let's see, let's see what we get today. Okay, specs. This isn't a wax pack. It's these plastic packs. They're a little trickier to open without damaging the cards. There we go. Got a nice little crease. All right. Ooh, I'm excited. Let's see what we got. Ooh. Fabio Jada was the lone survivor of the boating accident that Greg Swindell wasn't in. 
<laughs> all right, all right, all right. Thanks a lot, Dennis, for uh, for that. Let's see. Uh, oh, probably French. Remember, Canada has those weird laws on things being bilingual. Yeah, could be. Ooh. I think those words sound French. Um, here we go. Yeah. All right, first card up. Pete Incavilia. Pete Incavilia, Inky, they used to call him. He was a good baller there. These cards are kind of nice. I don't like the font here where it's like the first letter is capitalized and with the background, it kind of looks weird. It's like P Ete I Incavilla. Like it's just also that looks like it should be an Oakland A's card. Just because yeah. of the colors around it. That's kind of weird. The cards, there's blue. Um look, there's blue, red, and green. So it looks like, yeah, it's oh, not yeah. team specific, so it's kind of weird. We're, so we're playing Uno. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. How about this? Here's a Jamie Moyer. Gus, what do you know about Jamie Moyer? Absolutely nothing. He has a very unique connection with uh, the Marlins and Miami. You don't remember? Okay, what is, no. First of all, Jamie Moyer pitched till he was like almost 50. Um, I think he pitched. Yeah, he, he started his career in the 80s, and I think he was one of the last guys from the 80s to still be pitching. He's the one, if I'm not mistaken, Dennis, do you know where I'm going with this? Yeah. It, uh, Giancarlo Stanton with the Marlins. Crushed the Jamie Moyer ball that uh, wrecked the um, that wrecked the scoreboard. I believe that was Jamie Moyer, right? Oh, nice. Dennis, yes, I think so. I think that the the ball that you remember that Giancarlo Stanton hit that home run that wrecked the scoreboard and like yeah. it up. I believe I'm like 99% sure with conviction. I'm just closing my eyes here and I'm going to swing mm-hmm. real hard. I believe this guy is the one who gave it up for the 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 Rockies and yeah. um and uh, crushed that. So Jamie Moyer, there you go. Yeah, when it comes to baseball, I'll just always concede. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I got some weird little hologram thing, like where you like, you know, you move it, and then it says the MVPs. Yeah. NL nineteen sixty-seven. That's pretty oh. cool. Oh, it's a little trivia card. Orlando Cepeda was the uh, winner. Nice. I believe Orlando's Cuban, no? Orlando Cepeda is Cuban, right? He's a Cuban baller. I don't know. It was Jamie Moyer. Yeah, right. So there we go, Jamie Moyer. Oh, here's a dope-ass card, yo. Check out Skinny Barry Bonds. Look at that. Oh, that's nice. That's a clean-looking card right there, bro. With the... Uh, Pirates that- Skinny Bonds, too. Yeah, bro. That pullover Pirates jersey, super sweet, bro. Very, very nice. All right, this is a cool card. I like that one. I'm keeping that. Uh, Cal Eldred, number one draft pick, first-round draft pick. Cepeda's Puerto Rican. Okay, my mistake. Uh-huh. I get him confused with... Um, uh, Tony Oliva, I believe, is the Cuban. Right? No, Oliva's not Cuban either. I got. No idea, I think. I think Tony Oliva's Cuban, and I, I confuse him with uh, Orlando Cepeda because of the O's. It's weird. Uh, but Kyle Eldred, nah, nothing special there. Oh, this guy. Let's see where this guy's from. Domingo Ramos. This guy. He looks. Let's see. Let's guess the Hispanic. That's what we're playing here. Um, we can do that because we're Hispanic. I'm gonna uh, guess. I'm gonna guess Cuban. Domingo Ramos. Nope. Nope. You're wrong. It is. You're right. Oliva's Cuban. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Domingo Ramos is actually born in Santiago, Dominican Republic. Oh, How about that! Hang All on. right. Oh man, this guy's got a whack name, Dennis Lamp. I love Lamp. I love Lamp. I love Lamp. That's a whack. Yes, look at the stash on that guy, though. Oh yeah, that is pretty good. Oh, look at the back. It looks like Tom Selleck. Oh Whoa. my god! <laughs> Holy crap! That looks like I did it with a marker. It does. I was about to say it looks like somebody graffitied his uh, his picture. Man, there's kind of is there like a wow. Oh, that's so good. That is a solid. This guy pitched in the 70s, bro. This, think about it. 1990, you still had players that were pitching in the 70s. Some that maybe even pitched in the 60s, late 60s. Um, that's insane. Here we go. R.J. R. Reynolds with the Pirates. Looking like a 
like a generic Barry Bonds there with the wrong number. Like if Barry Bonds wasn't in the baseball game, then you'd get R.J. Reynolds, which is just some generic guy. You know, they can't looks like Barry Bonds, but he's not. Uh, like Larry in a video Sheets. game, you mean? Yeah, Larry Sheets for the Orioles. Eh, he's all right. It's never heard like, of her. Never heard of her. Um, ooh, Kevin Hickey. Kevin yeah. Hickey. Yeah, that guy. Look at that. That must have been popular in high school. <laughs> lamp looking like he's got that 70s porn stash. Yep. You know what? I'm going to separate that lamp card. That was a pretty good one, actually. <laughs> Going up there in the, in the, in the, I think, Mustache Hall of Famer. That's right. There you go. Um, I can, I can, I can, you know, agree. Uh, see, this guy here, this guy, Kevin Hickey, who we just had, weak mustache. Uh-huh. Game. Look at that. Oh, yeah. No, no. Mustache. Although that's, this picture. It's better. almost like, go back to the other side. That's like almost a Hitler mustache, bro. That's, that's, yeah. that's it's no this good. Guy, no good. No good. Try again. No good. No. Okay, here we go. Jack Howell. This guy. Here's the nice thing about this card. This is a sweet looking Angels uniform from the early 90s, bro. Before they got all Disney and started using all the Angels in the outfield stuff and changed their look like 16 times since then. This was a solid look for the Angels. I always thought that was good. Uh, okay, Orlando Brooms. Orlando Bloom? He's from Jamaica, West Indies. Orlando. Wait. Orla- oh, Rolando. Rolando Rooms. Rooms. It's Yeah, this is another, uh, you know, like, ah, I almost got you, Nicholas Gage, you know? Yeah. Almost like the real deal. Um, ooh, good card, good card. Yeah, right. I don't think we're going to get um, – I don't see a Wade Boggs yet, but we got one Hall of Famer in Barry Bonds. How about probably, if not the greatest ooh. pitcher of his era right here, bro? Greg That's Maddox. nice. That's nice. Greg Maddox, 1990 scorecard here. He's only – man, this is a young Greg Maddox. Look at him. He, here, he's not the Bulldog yet. Look at that young, sweet face right there, bro. Oh only three God. years in the league, bro. I don't even recognize that face. I only re- I only recognize him like Braves and – Yeah, bro. He doesn't have the glasses. Look at the sweet man. pullover. Look at that sweet-ass pullover jersey, bro. We don't have that much in baseball anymore. We need more pullovers. Yeah. Who wears pullovers today? Nobody. No team wears pullovers anymore. Oh, the man. Pirates wear a throwback. Mm-hmm. Um, on uh, on occasion. By the way, uh, shout out to the Pirates and MLB. They're letting all. Pu- Although I'm a little, I got a little bit of a gripe with this. They're letting all all Puerto Rican players wear the number 21 for Roberto Clemente Day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think it's kind of unfair if you're. I think Roberto Clemente, yeah, he was Puerto Rican and he meant a lot to uh, the Puerto Rican players. But he also he's bro, he's the Hispanic Jackie Robinson. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he means a lot to Nicaraguans as well because he died trying to support. Uh, uh, earthquake efforts in Nicaragua. Efforts. Yeah, man. So and I think very famous to us. For, for Cuban guys, for Dominican guys, everybody's got, like like I said, uh, Jackie Robinson, uh, uh, Roberto Clemente should have his 21 retired league-wide just like Jackie Robinson did. But I think on top of that, you know, let, let everybody who wants to wear it, if you're Hispanic, I mean, he obviously meant that much to everybody. You know, you should let him do it. So, um, yeah, that's that. So hopefully we'll see some more of that. Uh, here we go. Robbie Thompson. Is that Robbie Thompson for the Giants? I remember him. I believe he's – I'm not sure. But he might be related to Bobby Thompson, who was the famous um, Giants who hit the shot heard around the world in 1954. That's a – might have some relation there, but I know they both play on the same team. Uh, this guy looks like – man, he's just got a sad-looking face. Like, oh, look, oh, what's going on there? Let me see that up oh, close. Rookie, 1990 rookie. Lane hmm. Look at this guy. Look at his back. Look at his back. Hey, guys. What's oh, up? Man. Some of these baseball players just did not look menacing, you know? 
No. Uh, here's another 1990 rookie, Mike Ross Rossler. Uh, nothing ever reminded of that guy, Mike Ross. Mike Rosler. I think it's Rosler. Rosler. Yeah. Yeah, Rosler. And uh, my last Hoser. card here. Unfortunately, sorry to report, no Wade Boggs, but stay tuned. We still have packs left to open. I'm sure we're going to uh, get one. And here we got Dave Island. Dave Island. Huh. rookie. Man, rookie on the Yankees didn't do nothing. He had a pretty uh, mean face, though. Yeah, he's a little intense in that picture. Man, his other picture, he looks like a... Like a he, oh, yeah. oh, man. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. done. So... And getting the cues here. All right, so I think we got a solid pack, bro. Whenever you pull out two, hold on, I mean, too much lighting in here. Whenever you pull out two Hall of Famers, it's a solid pack, bro. Now yeah. think about it. Some kid pulled out this pack in 1990. He didn't know these guys were going to be Hall of Famers. Maybe they were on the path to Hall of Fame stardom. But here we go. You have Barry Bonds. Wow, man, look at that. Barry Bonds was in his fifth year, and uh-huh. so was um, so was Greg Maddox, man. So both had similar similar things here. Um, Barry Bonds. Was born in California, and Greg Maddox is from Texas. No idea. Surprised me there. Look at this. Okay, I don't know what the final uh, statistic was on Barry Bonds' weight and stuff, but um, uh-huh. bro, I can't. See. I need to like. Did he put on another person? It says he was at this time. He was listed as six one one eighty five. He was definitely not that at the end of his career. Oh no, not. I'm gonna guess two forty something. I wonder. I wonder how how big he actually was, but. Yeah. Dude, still, bro. That's a sweet ass Barry Bonds card, bro. That's him, and the follow through and the swing is beautiful. Uh, and Maddox, and then you got you know legendary porn stash guy here, Dennis Lamp, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like this, yeah. I, I, there's got to be some stuff. Look at this thing, dude. That is impressive. It looks so fake. It does. How is what that if, a baseball card? What if he just showed up that day? <laughs> <laughs> with a fake mustache and he tricked everybody like nobody Damn knew man. dude seriously this guy pitched in 1977 for the cubs bro this guy was born in 52 how old is this guy now born in 52 he's like 58 oh he's gotta be more than he's like 68 now bro it's probably 70. not bad That's, yeah, yeah look at this guy damn so oh almost has a birthday coming up september 23rd shout yeah, out to Lamp. We'll, we'll tweet at him see if he's out there uh, and Greg Maddox have a birthday coming up? No, they already passed. So anyway, solid pack, solid pack. I think our French cards were kind of weird. You know, we still got a strawberry in there, but that was a little strange. Um, but yeah, I like strawberries. Strawberries card was dope. Yeah. So we got Barry Bonds. We'll put him out there. Um. Oh, we got a comment here. Lamp looking like the Presidente of Mexico. Ah. Solid. Solid. Definitely looking like that. All right. Um, how we doing? Hey, man. Good show today, bro. Solid show. Oh, not bad, right? Yeah, yeah man. I like it. I like it. Um, oh, wait. There we go. <laughs> the fat fingers got in the way again. <laughs> Achilles and I suffer from, from fat finger syndrome, bro. We can, we can never type right. <laughs> but uh, all right. So you know what, guys? Take the rest of the night off. Go celebrate the Heat victory. <laughs> we're, we're, we'll see you in the Eastern Conference Finals now. Uh, reason to celebrate. Enjoy. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, thanks everybody for commenting and sticking up, uh, sticking up, uh, sticking with us. Oh, we have a little comment here. Hickey's got a pedo stash. Okay, yeah, that guy. <laughs> um, again, thank you guys so much for watching. I, I appreciate the the love. And again, like, subscribe, get the little notifications bell if you're watching on YouTube. Um, thank you, Dennis, behind the scenes, making me uh, look bad. 
um, all the time. I appreciate it. Solid work there. <laughs> and uh, thanks to TD, Magic City Highlight, Gus, for always uh, always uh, sticking through and never missing a show. And anything else? We're good, baby. We're good. Stay tuned. We'll see you guys on Friday. I wrote a song about it, like the kid here go. With us, you live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 la. I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads.